You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have an active week full of planetary transits. We have a bunch going on. It's another busy week filled with some colorful transits. Cancer season begins this week, giving us the urge to work on gaining emotional security in our lives. Jupiter and Saturn will connect in an alignment that they have not done since 2017, which could give us the stamina necessary to stay the course on our goals. And it's another busy week of Mercury transits, causing us to work on our internal dialogue, the way we communicate with others, and understanding the facts of a situation. The vibes on the graph reflect the interesting mix of energies we have going on over this next seven days. On the 19th, there's a smidge of emotional sensitivity, a smidge of good luck energy, intersecting social vibes, and psychic vibes. Also, as we start getting to the 20th, all the way up until about the 21st, we have a huge amount of mental energy. So with this mix of energies we have going on, we could have some moments where we're feeling a little more triggered than normal. There are some alignments going on at the beginning of the week that's a little mixed baggy, so there could be some moments where we're needing to check ourselves emotionally. With that high amount of psychic energy on the 19th, we could feel more sensitive to energies than normal. We could be picking up on other people's vibes. We could have a day where we are waking up from having really intuitive dreams, really psychic dreams. And some of that can carry over throughout the day, making us feel sort of like a sponge or feeling like our antenna is higher than normal when it comes down to psychic abilities. But that social energy is present as well. So, you know, we are dealing with a lot of people's energies. You know, with it being a Mercury week, a Mercury heavy week, even with some of the harder Mercury transits, Mercury deals with communication. So it is a week of social stuff and social happenings, regardless if some of the energies are harsh. That mental energy that's intersecting the social energy could have us in our heads about certain things and analyzing situations, sometimes for the better and sometimes for the healthy, for healthy reasons. And other times we may need to be aware of slipping into negative thoughts patterns. And as we get to the end of the week, from the 23rd all the way up to the 25th, romance is high on the graph, so is ambitious vibes, and that has a lot to do with some of the energies we're dealing with throughout this week. The ambitious vibes are great because we take action on what we need to take action on. Also, there's a lot of healing qualities about what's going on as we get to like Saturday or Sunday. But there is a smidge of imagination and confusion along with some psychic vibes because we do have a Mercury-Neptune alignment that could create moments of fog and uncertainty. So yeah, it's yet another colorful week. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 19th, Jupiter is forming a sextile with Saturn. So this is one of those alignments that doesn't happen very often like we would have with the personal planets. This is one of those alignments where it's been um, about a good six years since we've had it. Last time this alignment occurred was August 27th of 2017. And the reason why it takes so long for these guys to sextile one another or make specific alignments to one another is due to the orbit of the outer planets being much slower. So the beautiful thing about this is it's sextile. And what's Sextiles, we apply ourselves. And these two planets coming together harmoniously gives us the best of both worlds of both of them. With Jupiter, this gives us the optimism that we need to go after our goals and chase luck. With Saturn, this allows for us to make this more concrete and constructive and ensure that we stay the course on whatever aspirations that we have. So we get the best of both worlds with this energy. We get to visualize our aspirations, our dreams, our hopes and wishes, but also put them into concrete form and stay the course and commit ourselves to 
the right opportunities. That way we get a return on investment later. An alignment like this is great for boosting our confidence in a healthy way, but it also gives us this feeling of something good is around the corner. But instead of waiting for something to happen, we end up taking action on solid opportunities that we could use to our advantage because we're feeling that sense of luck. Another great thing about this is if we've been off kilter in some sort of way, this helps us get back on track with our objectives. So if you had things in the back burner or things that required your focus and stamina to achieve them, this is one of those alignments that can get you back on track with your goals. One thing to note with this transit, it's not one of those instant gratification transits. It's not as if, you know, a Jupiter windfall situation can happen. I'm not saying that it can't. It's possible that it can. But generally, a pairing like this has a lot to do with hard work and effort. So if you put a lot of hard work and effort into something, you may see something come to fruition at this point in time for yourself. Or if you're on the other side of this and you're getting back on track or you're ready to start a new project or goal, this can fuel you in a way to complete what's necessary to be successful in whatever goals you're trying to achieve. So even if you aren't seeing the results right now, this alignment will ensure an outcome that's successful down the line. Hopefully this alignment powers us through because that same day we have two other transits that aren't as constructive as this. Mercury is going to make a sesquiquadrate with Pluto, which can create awkward situations when it comes down to our communication. A lot of the times with Mercury-Pluto stuff, there are things that end up getting revealed because Pluto has a way of unearthing things. And combined with Mercury, we can find out some information that we weren't ready to hear. Sometimes that could be in the form of other people's business or someone oversharing. And other times it could be stumbling upon something hidden or someone telling you something that needed to be brought to light. Now, of course, that's not always a bad thing. A lot of the time, we need to hear what we need to hear. We need to hear the truth of a situation in order for us to do what we need to do to move forward or whatever may be going on. But one of the most challenging things about this alignment is it tends to enunciate situations with people who need to dominate conversations. So it could be a day of dealing with people who talk over other people or talk at people or overall try to command that the conversation is all about them. And so it can get a bit power struggly if you're dealing with people who have that type of personality. On top of that, on that same day, Venus is making a sesquiquadrate with Neptune. And so this is another one of those revealing alignments where we end up seeing the truth about deceptive behavior in relationships. This happens to be a part one with Venus making a sesquiquadrate to Neptune because Neptune is going retrograde in the next week or so around June 30th. And so this alignment will repeat itself as Neptune is coming out of its retrograde period. So pay attention to deceptive themes in relationships because now that we're going through this period, it's going to be one of those times where we're starting to see the truth of things, especially with Neptune being in shadow and Neptune going into retrograde next week. Neptune retrogrades allow us to see the truth where we might've had rose colored glasses on or we were in denial about something. And so this could be a very revealing time when it comes down to relationship situations where we need to accept the truth of the matter. On the 21st, the sun goes into Cancer. Happy birthday, Cancers. It's your season to shine with confidence. As we leave the ultra chatty, hyperactive vibes of Gemini, we shift to a softer approach that craves emotional satisfaction and comfort. Oh, and another thing to note about cancer season is it brings us into the summer solstice. So happy summer solstice of 2023, everybody. We're now at one of the cardinal points. 
The cardinal signs open up each season. Aries for the spring, Cancer for the summer, Libra for autumn, and Capricorn for the winter time. And of course, I'm saying this from a northern hemispheric perspective since that's where I live. However, in the southern hemisphere, these signs do open up the seasons for them as well. Cancer season would be their winter time. Libra brings them spring, Aries ushers in the fall season, and Capricorn is their summer solstice. The cardinal signs are openers, and so under these signs, under these energies, we begin something new and fresh in our lives. Cancer season allows us to transition into summer mode, where our egos get a considerable boost from our personal lives. In other words, we truly focus on some of our close relationships through get-togethers and barbecues, beginning some of our vacations with loved ones, heading out to the pool or the beach with our friends, and overall just gaining satisfaction through being surrounded by the people we care about while doing fun things. Under this influence, our focus goes on what matters most, and a lot of that is the joy that we experience through the emotional security of our personal lives. So under this influence, we get a considerable boost by ensuring that our vibe is attracting our tribe of people that we can count on and offer us safety. This is why the Cancerian energy gets associated with family, because it does have a lot to do with those connections especially, but it also has to do with the energies of people that we consider family. But speaking of relatives, that's a thing that gets a huge focal point under this energy. So there could be an enunciated need to reconnect with those energies. There can also be an enunciated need to work on making familial connections more healthy. And through that, it could be a time of healing generational baggage to foster better unions with loved ones, and also heal the relationship that you have to yourself. This could be a time when we're nurturing ourselves, but also finding ourselves nurturing others or receiving that same support from other people. One of the great things about this energy is it's good for uplifting other people's spirits. It's good for uplifting your spirits if you're receiving that from the support system that you have around you. So we could be in the mood to spread positive energy and bring a cheerful tone to other people's lives along with ourselves. This is because it's a very thoughtful energy and receptive to other people's emotions. So this could be a time where we're truly in tune with what others need and navigating those around us in the most healthiest way possible. Obviously, there's a slippery slope to this, which I will get to that when I speak about the lower expression. But in the healthiest sense of the word, this is great for considering other people. Because Cancerian energy deals with the past, this could be a time where we're going back to the past to research certain things, understand certain things, resolve certain things. And some of that, again, could be through the generational stuff. But also the great thing about Cancer energy is it gives us this nice nostalgia boost. So the urge to go back to things that we love that really left us in a cheerful mood could be more prominent than normal. If you're not going back to old pastimes, this could be a period of going antiquing, hanging out at museums, or researching an old archive to tap into your inner historian. So we might find yesteryear things more fulfilling than normal because of this energy. Mercury will be there next week, and so that's going to add to wanting mental stimulation through old pastimes. Now, of course, there's a lower expression as there is anytime there's a sign change. Anytime you have a planet pairing with a specific sign, you're going to have its positive qualities, its neutral qualities, and its lower qualities. 
And with this, when I was mentioning the nurturing part, you do need to be aware of nurturing to a point where you're depleting yourself in order to make other people comfortable. Under this alignment, you definitely have to make sure you're filling up your cup. Um, sometimes we fill up other people's cups and we forget to do that for ourselves. And with this energy, it's very easy for that to get depleted. Because of the fluctuating nature of this energy, Cancer is ruled by the moon. And like the moon phases, there can be a lot of shifts within this energy. So we have to be aware of our moods and other things that could be cyclical in our lives because this energy has a tendency to be a bit off kilter when we're dealing with the lower expression. And also we need to be aware of our reoccurring patterns that we're practicing. In other words, if we're practicing habits that are problematic and maybe passed down from a generational thing or just habits that we have in general that aren't healthy for us, if we're repeating negative cycles, this could be a period where it seems more enunciated than normal and we're getting the nudge needed to work on that. But yeah, other than that, cancer season is always a welcome cycle. Let's use this time to nurture ourselves and the relationship to our loved ones. And right out the gate, as the sun enters cancer, it's going to make a quincunx with Pluto, which could bring in a harsh tone for that first day of cancer season. The problem with this energy is it tends to inflate situations with people with dominant personalities. We already had the Mercury stuff earlier with Pluto, and then now we're getting more Pluto stuff at the middle part of this week, which could create a lot of pressure in terms of dealing with people who are power struggling. So with an alignment like this, we need to be aware of our own egos. And if we're doing something that's pushy towards other people, we also need to stand up for ourselves if we're dealing with people who are trying to throw their weight around with us. But overall, we'll have to be aware of ego-driven behavior, impulsive behavior, just reckless behavior overall with an energy like this. Luckily on that same day, Mercury is making a sextile of Mars. And that should be helpful in terms of mitigating some of the issues that could happen due to the sun quincunx Pluto. Mercury and Mars in a constructive alignment like this allows for us to assert ourselves healthily. So if there's scenarios like the Pluto stuff where we need to be more assertive and we need to stand our ground, a lot of the time an energy like this allows it to be more receptive. So the person that's on the other end that may be acting a specific way may be more receptive with an energy like this. So if we're conveying something to someone and we're trying to set boundaries and again trying to assert ourselves, it could be received better than we expect it. But the fun part about this alignment is it's ultra chatty. It's great for socializing. It's great for being energetic enough and having the mental bandwidth to communicate with other people and go out and enjoy yourself. So it could be a day where we're very open and receptive to communication, socializing, and mingling. The 22nd brings us another interesting mix with Mercury. So we have two Mercury alignments that aren't like the other. One is more constructive and the other one can have its moments where it could be uncomfortable. Mercury is going to make a sextile with Chiron, which could help us in terms of speaking more constructively to ourselves as well as others. The cool thing is about this week, with even some of the harder transits, we have some Mercury transits that could save the day. I mean, there are some Mercury transits that are harder, but there are some mitigating factors at least. An alignment like this promotes healing the conversations that we have with others. It has a feeling to it where there's a lot of damage control done in a situation that needs mending. Also, it could be a day where we're finding better strategies in terms of working on our own internal dialogue. Because sometimes we all go to an unconstructive place in our thoughts when it comes down to ourselves. Sometimes we say all the nice things to everybody else, but we're not as kind as we should be to ourselves. And this alignment gives us the nudge needed to heal those parts of ourselves. 
And interestingly, on that same day, we could feel conflicted because Mercury is making a semi-sextile with Uranus, which could create moments where suddenly the wrong thing is said, or suddenly there's communication from those that we aren't expecting. Generally, with the hard, complex transits of Mercury-Uranus, that unexpected communication isn't welcome communication, so it could be a day like that. Hopefully, the Mercury-Chiron situation helps that, because even if we do get that unexpected communication, it might be a day where we're able to amend a situation with someone. Also with this energy, it tends to be an unexpected cancellation sort of day. So if you've had plans that were set in stone, something might get moved around or shifted or get canceled altogether. And in some forms that may end up being okay in certain situations and others, it may feel frustrating where you're having to tweak something or rework something so that way your plans stay intact. The next day on the 23rd, Mercury's going to make a semi-square with Jupiter, but also we have more Chiron stuff to help us along the way. So continuing with the active level of communication throughout this week, this could be a day where we're wanting to be social. This could be a day where we're wanting to enjoy ourselves, but it can also be a day of over-talking with the Jupiter stuff. It could also be a day of speaking out of context with the Jupiter stuff. So even though we're receiving communication and some of it may be thrilling, but there are going to be other moments where it could be uncomfortable because of the weird stuff that's going on communication-wise. If feeling frustrated when it comes down to some of the convos we're having. An alignment like this tends to pronounce situations with those who stretch the truth, but it also has a tendency to blow things out of proportion. In other words, this could be a day where, you know, maybe we're taking something small and making it into something bigger than what it is, or someone is misunderstanding something that we messaged them and they're blowing it up to be more than what it really is. But luckily on that day, Mars is making a trine with Chiron. Mars has been active in very constructive alignments through the this week, but also Chiron has been adding to that constructiveness that we really need. So this could be a day where we're an active participant in our healing process. We could be researching ways to better ourselves, to improve ourselves. It could be a time of healing from Mars things. Mars things being sometimes that is aggression and other times it's not asserting ourselves. So this could be something that we find ourselves working on on that day. Also, since Mars deals with our sex drive, it could be a day where we're working on that as well or we're feeling restored intimacy-wise, romance-wise, libido-wise. It could be a day of healing when it comes down to those things. So even though we got the Jupiter stuff going on on that day, it could feel like a cathartic release with this energy of Mars and Chiron. On the 25th, we end the week with another Mercury transit. And this is not the most constructive Mercury transit. Mercury's making a square with Neptune. And so this is where we were seeing a smidge of the imagination and confusion and the psychic energy because those energies tend to blend with each other when we're having a harder alignment of Mercury and Neptune. So on one hand, our intuition could be on fire. On the other hand, we'll need to protect ourselves spiritually in some ways, meaning be aware of picking up other people's energies, do as much spiritual hygiene as you possibly can if you feel as though you're picking up vibes that aren't the healthiest for you. Spiritual hygiene being sage, crystals, Palo Santoing yourself. That way there's a bit of metaphysical protection to cushion you during a transit like this. One of the biggest things with this one is misinterpreting what others say. You know, we have a few alignments like that through this week of misunderstanding people. So this is one of those things where you want to be aware of. Might read a text message and misinterpret that. We may be in a conversation and misinterpret what someone's saying. And that could lead to discomfort and some unconstructive stuff. Also, because of the hazy nature of this, you want to make sure that you are reading every fine print that you can 
one, you want to make sure that you're looking at every detail. And if you have the luxury to, if you don't have to sign anything or you don't have to do anything documentation wise or sign up for memberships or subscriptions, because those things happen all the time. Sometimes we see like a cute little subscription box that we want and we're not looking at all the details of it and we're just signing up blindly. And then we end up regretting it or we miss something and it costs more than what we thought it did. So you want to be aware of that sort of thing with this energy because that tends to happen. Neptune blurs the lines of things and Mercury is about our thought processes. So we want to make sure we're not impaired when we're making decisions. So yeah, what a week. It is definitely colorful for sure and it won't be boring by any stretch of the word. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.